Oh, come on now. You know you deserve it. A steak patty on any McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I mean any breakfast sandwich. Biscuit, McMuffin, bagel, McGriddles, a juicy steak patty on any breakfast sandwich. And when you order through the app, buy one and get one free. Now go get them. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Okay, let's roll, dudes. And I'm going 10, 30, 65 in a 45 zone. Yo, why's my gas tank on E? Oh, and hello, officer. Wait, what? I'm losing my license. I'll lose my job. And here come the court costs. Oh, man, that's the thing about pedal to the metal, dude. You speed, you lose. Slow down. Driving is no game. A message from Virginia DMV. I'm going to pass on a little information that shouldn't surprise anybody here, especially if you're a driver <laughs> in the, on the interstates in Baton Rouge. Louisiana is ranked number two as the highest overall average premium for auto insurance. It's because there's a lot of bad drivers out there. And this is why it's important for you to shop for your insurance rates when it's time to renew your car insurance. The one place I suggest you go is Athlon Insurance. It's an independent agency, and they will use several different companies to shop for the best rates for you. Dwayne Moran has been doing this for over 13 years now. He knows what he's doing. He has a qualified staff. All their companies are top-rated, and they'll provide a full comparison to see if you're getting the best price for you. In today's market, how do you know if you're getting the best rate, the best company, or the best coverage? Dwayne Moran and his crew at Athlon Insurance are going to make sure you get the right price, the right coverage for what you need to survive on the roads here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So check them out. Dwayne Moran and Athlon Insurance. Coffee drinkers, I am speaking to you now. My brethren, my people. You want good coffee when you wake up in the morning. You don't want to have to be getting up and drinking mediocre coffee. That's not going to help you get through the morning. That's not going to help you get through the day. You need quality coffee. And that's why you need to check out Cafecito Coffee Roasters. Brewed right here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Chris and Stevie at Cafecito Coffee Roasters only source the highest quality coffee beans from around the world. Not the country, the world. They don't grow coffee beans here in the States. You have to go to like Columbia and all these other places where the climate is just right for the quality of beans that Stevie and Chris are bringing in for Cafecito Coffee Roasters. Their roasting process is second to none so they can make sure when it goes into the bag and it goes out in the store shelves, you're getting the highest quality coffee beans from anywhere else in the entire world. I promise you this, their coffee is amazing. You can find their coffee all over Baton Rouge at grocery stores. I'll give you two examples, Alexander's Highland Market, Calandro's Supermarket, or you can actually order online as well, cafecito.com, C-A-F-E-C-I-T-E-A-U-X.com. Get your coffee fix and get it from Cafecito Coffee Roasters. Pelican Craft Brands is Louisiana's newest craft beer distributor. And when I say they're looking out for the little guy, they are completely looking out for the little guy. You're not going to get buried behind all the national brands. When they come to you and they pick you up and they pick up your product 
They are supporting you 100%. They are behind you all of the way. They don't have vendors or suppliers. They have partners and customers. That's how they look at it. They are the final step in the process to bring great craft beers, distilleries, and non-alcoholic beverages to the market. So it's not only craft beers. They're going after the whole show. Producers work hard and risk it all for their passion, and they recognize that. And that's why they take such great care to make sure they deliver the freshest product to their customers. Let me give you a rundown of the breweries they currently offer to you, the public. Huckleberry Brewing out of Alexandria, Louisiana. All Relations just opened in New Orleans. Great beer from those guys. Paradox Beer out of Divide, Colorado. They're even bringing in small craft breweries from out of state that you can't get anywhere around and bringing those to you as well. Rally Cap that just opened here in Baton Rouge. Great place. Ology Brewing Company out of Tallahassee, Florida. I hope I'm saying that right. It's a weird name. (laughs) Parlo Beer Lab coming soon out of New Orleans. I know they're distributing in New Orleans. Not yet in Baton Rouge, but it's coming. If you're a bar or a supermarket owner and you're looking to get local and regional craft beers on the shelf and you want the freshest stuff there and you want a company that you can rely on to make your deliveries when you need them, go no further. Pelican Craft Brands has you covered. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We love drinking them and love talking about them, too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. Wires. I, I just had it for the first time the other night, and it's amazing. I guess I could have poured it around. I was, trying, I was just trying to get a beer in me. I was just trying to get one in me. First thing of the day, I ain't had one yet. We've been Who makes those? I can't tell you. Wild Mine Artisan Ales. Okay. Out of Wanaki, Wisconsin. 7.8% West Coast IPA. This oh, yeah. It's good, man. It's pretty. It looks like mm-hmm. a different kind of West Coast IPA. Because we, we, we started. This is how we do the shit show. Oh, we yeah. I forgot intro, to tell you I recorded. Okay. We're, right. we're, <laughs> we're in the midst of the shit show. Chuck P. Ross Jess. We got Bobby Hoyt with us. Bobby Hoyt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gilla Bob. Brewing Company. Ain't that some shit. I like mm-hmm. that, man. That's got a good ring to it. You ought to see the... Congrats uh, on that, by the way, dude. That's, oh, yeah, that's Thanks, awesome. man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun over there. <laughs> sure. And you ought to see the new get-up. It's, uh, well, saw, it's still being put together right now. Yeah. I just stopped over there just now on the way in, and it, the guys are from uh, Craft and Kettle are still in there putting things together. But dude, that's awesome. It's tight, but it's it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's man. It's much needed, man. You guys yeah, yeah, were, yeah. were crushing it before the pandemic shit where they had to close everything, and y'all were like... All, always running out of beers because you just couldn't keep up. So right. now with that new system, should be a little bit better. Yeah, we're gonna run into a few little kinks here and there, getting used to the new system, figuring out how to actually can without a uh, without a canning line. I mean, it's it's one thing to can one barrel of beer, yeah, or you know, but uh, it's another one to be doing. I, I don't know the ratio. I think it's going to be maybe sixty forty cans to to draft until we can actually open up. But you know, when you're talking about three barrels of beer going yeah. in a in a sixteen ounce cans <laughs> one at a time yeah. off the tap, yeah. it's like brah. Yeah. So be there forever. Um, yeah, I think I think we're looking at a, a it's, it's a it's a canning line thing, but it's a, it's mostly manual. It's not like a wild goose. Really? So we'll be able to do I don't know maybe half a case a minute or something, which is 
Which is way better. I yeah, mean, but uh, single, but uh, for sure. <laughs> I think uh, what was was the brewery over in Ocean Springs? Oh boy, Paul had. Oh God, called Crooked Crooked Letter. Crooked Letter. Crooked letter. Crooked letter. They yeah. had a, a like a little small setup like that for cans too. Mm-hmm. Was the old brewery or the new one? The old one. Okay, because me and me and Michon went to the new one sometime last year when it was like it was in their little downtown kind of area and they were yeah. brewing on like. The dirtiest looking homebrew setup I've ever seen in my life. Like, because we had we had issues with our beer, and we we're like, let me go check out their brew house, yeah. bro. And it was like, yikes, yeah. what's going on here, bro? Like, but uh, I heard I heard good things about their brewery before, and it was a fun little place. Like, as far as if it was just a bar, it'd be like, yeah, it's a pretty cool little bar. But yeah. when you think of like this is a brewery, it's like to sit and feel like a brewery for one because yeah. they served liquor. So there was a bunch of people in there that were just trash, mm-hmm. and um. Uh, and and just like when I walked back to their brew house and it was just dirty and like it was just like a big like dirty crawfish pot they were like was their brew wow. and stuff I didn't I didn't see any kind of like real mash tun kind of things going right. on I was like what's going on that's here? weird it's probably because so, Paul isn't there anymore well that's the so, deal the yeah, homeboy got jacked by his old lady or whatever yeah. the deal was yeah then, yeah. yeah yeah he moved out to Portland or something yeah he's up there selling like houses or something. Ah, yeah, yeah, I think that's what he's doing yeah I haven't talked to him in a very long time the best beer they had was their their coffee. Yeah, that um, coffee porter. The coffee porter yeah. was legit. Everything else, they had a Hefeweizen that was all right, and they had. I remember seeing that IPA. Something. That remember that IPA they made? It was, first Gypsy. of all, I wasn't big on it to begin with. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. But, yeah. Um, I remember seeing it after the brewery had been closed for like oh, two years yes. on the shelf at yeah. fucking Rouse's. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? I yeah. saw the Hefeweizen on the shelf. At Alexander's, about a year after they closed, I was like, "Y'all might want." T-. It was like a six pack. I'm like, "Y'all might want to take that off the shelf yeah, and go yeah. trash that." It might be brown by now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like gross. Yeah, I, I think it was at Alexander's. We saw it actually. Yeah, I think it was there. We yeah. saw it. It was just one lonely six pack sitting by itself, yeah. away from all the other beers. Yeah, it's like it's nobody like touched you, this. You go to yeah. Florida and see uh, like, like a, a four sick. pack of Bloom sitting there. You're like, they ain't brewed Bloom and right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when when I was. It was probably right after I left Tin Roof, and I was in Destin, and I was at this bottle shop and uh, looking for beers, and they had they had some Tin Roof beer there, and they had a game day IPA that was like a year old probably, and I took a picture of it and I texted it to Charles and William. I was like, uh, "Yeah, just letting y'all know this year old beer is sitting on the shelf over here. Y'all might want to get somebody to." <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, somebody's gonna get a bad rep. Yeah, yeah. This is this a, is yeah. how you get negative reviews on uh-huh. your brewery. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this old ass beer, and and to be honest, that first batch of game day was not good. It tasted like you were drinking a biscuit. It was just so malty, mm. like overly malty. I don't even remember that beer. It had the green candle like a football field. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they when they when it came out, I was working at Tin Roof. And I was in New Orleans with our New Orleans rep. Was at his house, and we just uh, I stopped at the brewery because we were doing a bunch of New Orleans runs. I stopped at the brewery, picked up a couple cases, went to his house, took a six pack out. We opened it up, poured it in a glass, took a sip. And we were just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and he was like, "He was living. He was like, how the fuck am I supposed to sell this beer?'" <laughs> This is not, I gotta go fucking lie to people right now because yeah, right. we had all kind of interviews set up with people all over New Orleans, all these bars to pick up this beer and this promotion we were gonna do with uh, it, and it literally tastes like you were eating, you drinking a loaf of bread. Yeah, and that's a tough thing about like because you can't sit on a beer, no. right? or it's like you can't promote it, you can't 
not promote a beer before it's coming out, right? But then it's like you go and promote it, and then like when it's finally done, it's like shit, it's not what yeah. I wanted it to be, and all that, and and it's weird. I like like I mean y'all y'all brew, and so like you know you never can't tell. You could put shit tons of hops in it. But somehow it just that doesn't yeah, translate. And like I've, I've done that several times. Like yeah. sometimes the beer's just too thin and the hops just don't translate into the beer. And it's like, how is this beer not hoppy? You know, it had <laughs> almost three pounds per barrel. You know, like it, it just happens though. Like we we had that a couple times at Southern Craft with the um, with that fourth tier beer we made. Like yeah. the beer had so much hops in it, and it just never would translate into like a big juicy hoppy IPA. Hmm. And I was like, what are we doing? I I think it was hit or miss for me. Sometimes it would be good, and sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, something's not, something's off about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, it might have been just a little too thin. I think that yeah. body, that body will having a little more body will carry those hot flavors. But like, it's sometimes it's just a damn mystery, bro. Like it's 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 hit and miss. Like it's <laughs> done that with a lot of home brews, man. Yeah. Like it just yeah. put so much hops in. It's like. Why well, is this beer not that hot? <laughs> I mean, it's bitter as all shit, but yeah. like, but it just, I'm it not getting anything from right, this beer. Right. We got lucky with the Oreo beer, man. That thing came out exactly how I wanted it. You were a fan, weren't you? Was that, y'all, y'all did the, the Blackest, Blackest Beauty Black. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. We did, we did an Oreo uh, version of it, and it tastes like you were drinking fucking a liquid Oreo cookie. Nice. Yeah. I was like, it was super. F- Man, how could it not be though? I mean, the amount of we put, we put there was a lot of cookies. But like he said, like we, you know, we could have put all that shit in there and it's not translated. Because remember yeah. when we had the little, we we tried it at Kirk's. You brought a little bit for us try, and it didn't have oh, that cookie. It was booze. It, it, was, it was booze. It was like, whoa. Okay. I was like, I still like this, but it's not the cookie flavoring in there. Yeah. And that's when you were like, well, I'm going to put some more cookies in it. I did. <laughs> I put plenty more in there. <laughs> it worked because fucking taste tasted great. Even Jay, when Jay was trying, he's like, bro. It tastes like a like you liquefied an Oreo cookie. I'm like, that's what we were going idea. for. That's the idea. Right? That's what you asked me. That's yeah. what you said you wanted to do with right. it. I was like, right, I guess we'll try. <laughs> so, what size is this uh, brew system now over at Gilla? Five barrels. Five barrel. So yep. before that, they had what? one one barrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, bless, and it was like bless I mean, it was just like a homebrew setup, just a big homebrew setup. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. crawfish pie, so it was a rim system, so it had the coals and stuff going in there and all. But um, you know, run the all the electric going through it and stuff. But uh. But not necessarily what you would think of when you're talking about a commercial brewery, right? Yeah, but yeah. now you walk in there, it's like, holy yeah. shit, it's, yeah. this is legit. It's on now. now. <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to be on for I mean, sure. Derek was using that shit in his garage, right? Right. So that little setup in the yeah, corner yeah. that we used to see. Which was, it, was, it was actually a really efficient system. It was, it, it was a good system, but like just trying to use it as a commercial system, obviously volume is a problem. Mm, yeah. But, but having that in the brew house to be able to, to yank that big old pot off the, off the uh, counter to clean right. it. Cause it, everything was manually cleaned. Right. Um, even the fermenters, even though they were conical fermenters, we would run the sip through it, but then you still had to pull it down off the wall, open it all <laughs> up, get in there with a brush Jeez. and clean it. And yeah, it was, it was, but now having all this, you know, the industrial yeah, pumps and all that, yeah. it's going to be. Gonna be great. That's gonna be, <laughs> awesome. gonna be real great. So and a keg washer. Hell yeah! Because we were yeah, that's we were us. we were doing that a little janky, but uh, it, it worked. I mean, it's cleaning is cleaning. I mean, whether you're home brewing or whether you're yeah. commercial, yeah. it's it's clean or it's not clean either way. But mm-hmm. just doing it the way we're doing it with the submersible submersible pump and all that, it was just uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just a pain I, in the ass. I think Derek and him might have underestimated their uh, the quality of their beer when they decided just to use that system and open up that that brewery. And then once the public got in there and all these other craft beer drinkers came from all over the place and they couldn't keep up with the IPAs, like right. Gilla Warfare was rarely on tap. Like, if it was on tap, you better go in there and get it because right. it was going to go. So, I mean, considering how great everything came off of that one, that one barrel system on this new one, 
I would hope they'd be able to keep up and have like a lot of that stuff right. on tap. That's the idea. <laughs> That's the idea. And uh, you know, and and with the way they did it was super smart. Um, even though you know, in the long run, they were run out of beer and they left people wanting, but uh, it was super smart. I mean. We all know this stuff's very expensive. All, all that yeah. stainless is crazy expensive. So to jump into it on a whim, saying let's go ahead and spend hundred grand on a brewing system and hope that it's cool, or go that route, and I, mean, I don't know what they spent, but I mean, just knowing those kind of market, they might have been. I mean, they probably they probably bought that place cash as far as all their brewing system and stuff. Right. Pulled their cash together and yeah, bought it all so. cash instead of you know getting loaded up with a bunch of debt and then hoping mm. you know and then have to owe a bank you know. So I think yeah. they did it the right way. Um, it's kind of chugged along for a good year. I mean, for a brewery to not even be a year old and already upscaling, dude, that's pretty you're, good. You're, you're doing yeah, it the right way. You did it the right sure. way. So making quality beer too. How you feel is going to translate going to the bigger system? I think you guys, as long as we it. scale up the right way, um, scaling up unfortunately isn't linear. Right. So <laughs> it's not like we're on a one barrel going to five. You can't just yeah. times everything by five. Yeah. But it's not that much more complicated so really uh translating those ipas is what the problem is because you got you know ibus and all that stuff is going to be the problem but uh as far as the malt bill those are kind of easy and i think our plan is to make it a lot easier so we're going to take the recipes scale them up and then round everything to the 50 pound bag because that's how your malt comes with 50 pound bags that way we don't have a bunch of just loose bags of grain of 10 pounds here and five pounds there so just upscaling all that adjusting the recipes and then figuring out all the hopping uh all the all the hops and stuff and smart but yeast is super easy that to scale up that's not a big deal but um but then it's just knowing your brew house um until you get used to it there's really nothing you could do like (laughs) nobody can tell you this is what this brew house does this is the exact efficiency it's like until you brew on it a few times you're never gonna know so Especially a brand new system, you right? Work out all the kinks and brand stuff. spanking new is custom made from Craft and Kettle right there in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, they're outside of Urban South. Yep, um, you guys do good. Work. Beautiful system, man. It, it looks nice in there. It looks real Sweet. nice. I can't wait to go check it out. Yeah. I can't wait for Phase Three to uh, at some point open so we can. Let's be next week. Sometime, right? He's wait, making seriously? the he's, well. Well, he's making. He's he's well. Yeah. No, that it's when it's supposed <laughs> to expire, but that doesn't mean it's going yeah. to this expire. Yeah, extension expires on September 11th. He's got a press conference. By the time this airs, it will already pass, so who knows? We could be in a bar drinking. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday, he has a press conference. Yeah. Then Thursday, he has another press conference. Yeah. So one of those days, he'll announce if we're going to yeah, It's all going to de- – and it's still – it's still too early to tell because it's going to be based off of tests from Labor Day weekend. So he might extend uh. it another week or another two weeks like yeah. i feel he's going to extend it right before lsu football yeah and if the cases don't look bad <laughs> I love that weekend fucking football right? i know exactly. that weekend we'll be ready for we'll be ready for it it's like, who knows? Oh, football's here well, everything's so much, okay now can yeah, you imagine exactly. the pressure on that dude like y'all talked about it on on uh y'all show on jay's show about I remember y'all were talking about uh, specifically walk-ons, how much money that dude would lose every oh game day God, at walk-ons. The, like, wasn't millions. like a hundred grand per day? Something like that. Yeah, the total was like in the millions, but like yeah, it was like over a hundred grand a day. That wow. Walk- wow. Because On game walk-ons, day, right across from the stadium. Oh, it's right, right across from the stadium. stadium. Yeah. yeah, it's packed. It's so it's packed every every yeah. home game. They do concerts in the parking lot after That's, the games are yeah. over. I mean, they've got a ton of shit they do over there. So for that That's place true. not to be, I mean, they're open. 
at 50% capacity as a restaurant right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to miss out on that is really the only restaurant that makes money on game day. Yeah. A lot of people think restaurants need football season to stay alive. It's the complete opposite. Football season kills restaurants because nobody goes to restaurants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's a home game that kicks off at 630, nobody's going nobody's to a restaurant. Going restaurant. To eat. You're, yeah, exactly. you're on campus, you're at a bar, or yeah. you're at Tiger Stadium. Right. Yeah. Like, and after the game's over at 10 o'clock, then you got to sit through five hours of traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> restaurants lose money big time during football right. season. Unless you're a specific venue that's well, conducive to an actual football game. Yeah. Yeah. If you're walking if you're Buffalo Wild, Hooters, Tigerlands, your pluckers right there, all that shit is going to be fine. Yeah. Anywhere else in Baton Rouge is just like they're shutting down at, you know, 9 and 10 o'clock. Fried chicken or whatever the fuck else. Yeah, just a regular, just a. Yeah, Olive Garden. Yeah, you know, yeah. like nobody's going to Olive going Garden. Going to chicken ball game <laughs> now, y'all coming? Yeah. Well, you, you can you can take out the on foot on game day and just say nobody's going yeah, to Olive Garden. Nobody's going Olive Garden. <laughs> period. I mean, I remember nights playing music at Cadillac, and we wouldn't start till like eleven because they're yeah, just yeah. like nobody's in there. Everybody had to wait for the game to be. If over, it's a blow, yeah. you're, you're praying for a blowout so people leave early and start, start showing, showing up. To, you know, it sucks. Like a two thirty game is great. Because yeah. that yeah. two thirty game, people get out. They're still going to hang out and party and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, they've, awesome. been, they've been drinking <laughs> since seven a.m. They want to continue right. that going. <laughs> yeah, another casualty of uh, of football this year is going to be my uh, my show on Eagle every Saturday. No, no more, no more, no more <laughs> nights watch. No more attack of the eighties, man. I'm bummed about that. Aww. Yeah, we uh, we caught it last night on the way home. Uh, uh, from the school, oh, we was we was working all day yesterday. At the, I'll be like, uh, this is Charles' mix. If I turn it on every once in a while, I'll be like, that's Charles' yeah. shit. He does. He always, I bet you Charles picked out this obscure shit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a fucking yeah. random Stone Temple pilot song. Oh yeah, nobody knows this fucking. I started song. playing Sour Girl a while back, and everybody was like, "Bro, that's you, huh?" I was like, "Yeah, that's me. I love that fucking song." <laughs> Some Lillian Axe cranked up on Attack in the Eighties last night. Guys, <laughs> dude, that's one of the most requested bands I get for Attack of the Eighties. Right? Zebra and Lillian Axe, they want to hear the local, like fucking local bands. Right, right. And I'm like, some dude. So about a week or so ago, uh, I did local music week on Jay's show. So all the bump music. Yeah, I know. I, thanks for playing uh, Swashbuckler and stuff. Appreciate it, that. I'm gonna. Con- it's a once a I'm month thing. Come out. You. I, I don't mm-hmm. have any you and the forty good. other fucking people. Yeah, of all the people hey, you know are like, yeah. But I did have some Chemical City Rebels on there. I did yeah. have a day with Chemical City Rebels. But I started getting people like messaging me shit. And this one dude emailed me all the No Fuego music. <laughs> was it Marshall? It wasn't Marshall. Marshall commented on there, though. Marshall, hey, dude, I remember you. Like, he, he remembered who I was and stuff. But it wasn't Marshall. It was a. Uh, Fucking bring it up in the email. We're doing right? this on on the, on the show. <laughs> it's yeah. my show. I don't fucking care what we're talking about. Man, I mean, speaking, we of, speaking of local Roger. stuff, that what you think about the Pale Shelter? It's good. It's, it's real, good. real good. Yeah, it's right. about all I've listened to in the last couple of weeks. It's right. really good. Yeah, um, Ben's. He showed me that quite a while back. I've been following him. He told me to hook up with that dude Seth and talk to him about it and stuff like that. So I've been trying to. He's the drummer, huh? A little bit. Yeah, Seth. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Like the the. They did a demo and put it out on some compilation uh, like a year ago or something for one of those songs. I always forget what it's I don't remember what the name of it was, but I sorry, know. I can't remember. But um, about it. that song is still the banger to me. It's on this record. Oh, uh, there might be Hangnail. Hangnail by far to me is it wasn't that one. Is the, uh, okay. Hangnail is by far my favorite song. Like I, I listen to that one. Vance on, on Thomas. Vance? I don't know who the fuck that Vance is. Thomas, hey Vance yeah. Thomas, you like No Fuego a lot apparently. He <laughs> sent me all this shit. Yeah, I don't know that name doesn't sound. Yeah, but but uh, 
Ben Ryland hit me up. He's like, hey, bro, Pale Shelter. I said, I'll do it the next time, bro. I'll throw it on there. They Sorry. got good stuff. Pale yeah. Shelter's really good. I'm going to do, do a good lineup for for the next one. I'm going to do I'm gonna do No Fuego. I'm going to do Pale Shelter. No uh, Fuego's not even a band anymore. I know, but still, fuck. They got some good songs. Play some If fact, you give me some, some swashbuckling <laughs> shit, I'll play it on I don't it. have anything that's worthy of being played on the radio. If you'd ever finish this new shit y'all been recording for five years, I mean, I'd play that. <laughs> we recorded at Plus Good. <laughs> like 2000. Whoa, wow. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's why it sounds like it does. That's why whoever owns Plus Good or used to own it. All right, let's, uh, I guess, crack I'll go get a something. beer. I'm about to. A couple of beers or something. Go do something. What you want, asshole? You talking to me or the dog? <laughs> Oh, I don't care. Just grab whatever. I think your underwear is on inside out. <laughs> <laughs> I think your underwear is on inside out. <laughs> I saw the tag when you got up. Oh, it's the shit show. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I got a couple of yellows the, in my bag, too, bro. The, Wait, I have two of the same. Oh. It's been a morning. Yeah, so these are the two new ones. Oh, sweet. Uh, this is... Homebrew. Yeah, good. I was hoping you'd have some homebrew love. That is the last one. The uh, my quarantine. So I had a quarantine for two weeks because I tested positive for COVID. Oh shit! And oh, felt shit. nothing. Yeah, dude. Like, so, weird. so so Alex at the brewery was around somebody at his day job tested positive. Yeah. So we all were like, all right, well, let's go get tested just in case, whatever. Everybody's negative except for me. <laughs> so luckily my kids were out of town. They went to Utah with my uh, with my mother-in-law to go on vacation. So they were already out of town. Nice. So company rules, you test positive, got to stay home, whatever. Yeah. So I'm sitting around every morning I wake up. I mean, at least get sick. I mean, yeah. let me yeah. let me lose <laughs> let me lose like ten pounds out of this. But uh, but nothing happened, dude. And my wife, she was around me the whole time. So when I got my tes- uh, positive results, she went and got tested. She was negative. No shit. So I went a whole week sitting around sitting around the house, like, all right, this has got to be it's enough. So I went and got tested again. It was negative, but they paid me for two weeks to be off. I'm like, I'm not going back to work early. Yeah, like no. they're yeah, paying exactly. me, dude. I'm not going yeah, back early. So. No. So I sat around for two weeks with absolutely nothing to do. So yeah, I burned through that keg of homebrew. <laughs> so luckily I had that, I had a few uh, bottled up before I, I delved off too deep. In well, it. awesome. Yeah. It did not help my, uh, my borderline alcoholism being home at, <laughs> for well. two weeks with nothing to do, no kids. And I was oh, like, God. yeah, it was, I can't it was, imagine. Yeah. It was, I'm sure it was fine. No, it was fine. It was just tough to restrain. I cut my grass like twice a week. And <laughs> I cleaned up my shed and I got everything. Yeah, it was yeah, productive. Uh, but luckily, you didn't have any symptoms. So that's oh yeah, yeah. For not I mean, the slightest. I mean, like, it could have been a all. false positive. That's what I'm thinking. But yeah. I was yeah. told by a couple people that in the medical world that there's no such thing as a false positive. But I have a really, really hard time believing that there's a disease out there that kills people, puts people on ventilators. But also, you don't even know you have it. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. come on, bro. Like, yeah, that's a pretty broad spectrum. Yeah, right. of, so, and it hits yeah. people in different ways. Like, some people just experience the shortness of breath, and that's right. it. Then some people are laid up in bed right. and feel like they have the flu and mm-hmm. running fever the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. perfectly healthy people. Like, yeah. So yeah. It's, I don't know. So I just had a, I don't know. I didn't know what to say. I was like, I don't, it's like... Whatever. It's kind of like these hurricanes. Like I got what I don't want, what I wanted out of it. We yeah. didn't get destruction. I got time off work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, nobody's dead. I got right. paid for. Caught a little bit great. of wind. The weather was nice right. for about two hours. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. I think that might be it for hurricane season. I don't think we're gonna get anything coming this way. Well, I'm glad you're saying something. Yeah, knock on wood. I yeah, mean, Charles. I'm just. I mean, it doesn't look like there was what there was two storms out there. One 
think petered off into the Yucatan. Another one, I think it was breaking up. They had the one on the East Coast that I think was going back out into the Atlantic. So I think we're going to be okay. Oh, not going hey, to. We got a not cold spell coming too sometime earlier this week too. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's, that's some, oh, yeah. yeah I, I think it's going to be in like the low 80s or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. I think the night at nighttime those would be about like in the low sixties. I heard ah, like I early, like upper fifties. No I'll take that. It's time just, to make s'mores. I'm gonna start firing my fireplace. <laughs> Y'all break out your sweaters and your pot and your Uggs and start yeah. wearing those. Yeah, go get Han my Solo Han Solo season. Yeah. season. All right, I say you we we start you know off with uh, Bobby's beer. You call it, man. It's your show. Yep. That sounds awesome. Because I'm just curious to try it. I got a, uh, you need a bottle over? Yeah. yeah. Do, 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 do. Why you threw my uh, my container? Because you're fucking making noise. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking making noise. Him and the fucking you're, table and shit. You constantly do that too, so I don't even know why you're bitching. Yeah. Thank you, Jess. You're welcome. <laughs> so what what are we drinking, Bobby? What is this you got? Gave me some some stuff. Dude. Some drinks. You're good. Yeah. Um. So. This is a just a pretty basic. I didn't want to do anything fancy with it because I was trying out those new Lubo Max hops. You heard about those? No. So, uh, Haas, H A A S, uh-huh. however you say it, um, they're a hop um, producer, and they got this new thing. It's called Lupo Max, and they're they're still T ninety pellets, but they found some kind of way through their labs to like super concentrate the things, so oh. you can use thirty percent less hops and get the same effect. So like they're just concentrated. They, like I said, I don't I don't know what they did. I don't know the science behind it, yeah. but that's how they're pitching it. Like it, they just concentrated all the 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 um, alpha acids and the uh, yeah. and the and the lupulin or all that mm-hmm. all that business that makes hops what hops are. So um, and they're not that expensive. I bought um, I got it from Yakima Valley Hops. They were like just a little over five dollars for two ounces two ounce packs. Okay. So not expensive, but uh, that's Citra. Um, uh, Citra Brew Run and uh and Sabra. Mm. Sabra. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't go overboard with it. I just wanted to see what the hops did. I didn't I think I used it was two ounces of the uh the, the Sabro, two ounces of the brew one, and two ounces of the citra and the dry hop, and I used uh Vic Secret for the just the bittering. Right. Um but yeah, nothing nothing crazy. I didn't go overboard. I just wanted to see what the hops would do because they were pitching it as a super concentrated hop. And I uh, kept the malt bill simple. It's nothing but two row oats and wheat. I mean, pretty simple. Six point six percent alcohol. But but again, I wasn't trying to go overboard. I just wanted to see what the damn hops would do. And it's I think it, I think it came out great. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What, uh, it's solid. What kind of yeast did you use? Always London Ale Three oh, or yeah. the thirteen eighteen Foggy London Ale or whatever. That's yeah. uh, I'm stuck on that. I'm okay. stuck on that yeast, man. Yeah. Um, especially the New England style type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if I want it to be a little more estery and stuff. For like a, I'll use the Chico strain if I'm doing like a West Coast or something or SO five or yeah. whatever. But but typically I stick with that that London Ale thirteen eighteen for. And we use the eight thirty eight juice by Imperial, right? But yeah, this is what everybody's using that thirteen eighteen or whatever. It is. I want to start trying those that new um, the Kavik strain, but it's made for like for New England. Yeah, stuff. it's not, but uh. And like I heard, like you don't. It's 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 very resilient. You don't have to be quite so, uh, you know, on point with your temperatures and stuff. Like it likes to ferment a little bit hot and stuff. So cool. that's kind of mm. that's kind of interesting. So, all right. 
It's, it's good for home brewers who don't really have a lot of control. Like, yeah, I've yeah. got a lot of control on my stuff. I, I, I ferment in my kegerator, so I keep it no shit. right on right on point. But for somebody who's just thrown in the back of a closet, and yep. that's, that's perfect. You know, it, It's not a very temperamental yeast yeah, strain. We just keep so. the house cold. <laughs> right. That's not a bad thing. I built a fermentation yeah. chamber after the flood when I bought that shed. I got a little. Uh, it's not quite that big. I think it's. I think my shed's uh, twelve by sixteen. It's one of those barn looking deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I built a fermentation chamber and I, I pulled the the door off of a, a mini fridge and like <laughs> it put some uh, some sealant on there. But it, it didn't work out like I thought. It it, fr- <laughs> it kept freezing the refrigerator up like because it, it wasn't enough to keep that that area uh, cold. Yeah. Um, so now I just I just ferment in my kegerator because I only have one beer at a time anyway. So yeah. yeah. I got one beer fermenting, and when it's done, I'll put it in kegs and drink on it, and then it's time to brew again. Yep. So it, it doesn't really – I don't have a conflict. I don't brew at home all that much. Like, I I want to, but yeah. I ain't got the time for that, Brian. No, I wish I had stuff like a, that kind of set up so I could make a lager or something like that. I don't have lager and capabilities. You ever thought about expanding your uh, little setup? No, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really? You're like, I wish I had those capabilities. You think about expanding? Fuck no, I don't want to expand. <laughs> I wish I could make Mars, and you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, but instead, instead of like going the whole kegerator route and stuff, like. You can get a, a mini fridge, a mini freezer. You just find these marketplaces on Facebook. You buy for a hundred bucks at the most, right. and those little Inkbird uh, control panels are like thirty bucks. So I mean, a buck thirty, you've got yeah. the capability to logger then. No so kidding. nice. There you go. See, hmm. I got this kegerator. I got it was one of those full full build outs. So like. It was a uh, freezer, and they took the top off the freezer, built a wooden yeah. collar around it with the taps, and then put it back on. Dude was selling it on a on a. I think it was on the church or one of these beer groups. I think okay. I got it for two fifty. Man, it was. Oh, I had to drive way out way out to BFE to go get it. Yeah, but, uh, it's a good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't pass it. It was already built. I was already planning on building one anyway. Yeah. So it was built. I was like, well. Done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, no chance for me to screw it up. It was like, yeah. fuck. Why yeah. just go spend the money knowing on this? my mechanical skills, I would screw something up. Huh? <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't deal I, with shit like I that. I worked on my yeah. lawnmower for three hours the other day and end up push mowing it because <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't get my mower to work, so I went to the neighbors and borrowed their push mower. Because <laughs> I hope you have a small yard. Nah, I live in a subdivision, so it's about a third of an acre. Okay, with so a typical subdivision yard, yeah, it yeah. wasn't bad, but right. it was so hot. I didn't step out of my house last night until about, I guess, 7.30 to go walk outside and put some trash away. And I was like, God, fucking miserable at 7.30 at night. Yeah. It was hot yesterday. Yeah. Fuck that. This is good, man. I can see why you you know drank a lot of it while you were laid up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was putting it down. <laughs> Going yeah. down pretty easy. Yeah, it's easy drinking. Mm-hmm. Super light. It's good. It was a little green at first, obviously. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, now it's mellowed out. And it's it's got a nice little uh, nice aroma on it. And. It came out good. I dig it. Mm-hmm. It's good. Ross, you all right over there? I'm all right. <laughs> Thinking about Marzen right now. <laughs> well, man, that, that great raft is out right now. I've drank a lot of that in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. They make, I'm they into make... the Urban South one more than the Great okay. Raft. One, okay. Yeah, okay. Is that what I tagged? What did I tag you in? On you the tagged ch- me on something? I tagged, well, I tagged 10 sheets on the church for Marzen. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't oh. remember who that was. I don't remember either. But it looked good. Oh, it was by, uh, by not by Tesh, but... Uh, Brew Curry? Yeah, yeah, Brew Curry, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> They've been it's pumping out some stuff lately. Marza, yeah, Marza, yeah, Marza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bunch. You told me that the other day. You, yeah. Because I was going to, t- I was like, oh, yeah, you Ross is in, in the church because it was on the church board. And I forget <laughs> you're not in there as Ross. You're in there as 10 sheets. So I was like, oh, yeah, I got to put 10 Ross sheets. Ross isn't a real person. Yeah, he's make believe. He does not exist. 
<laughs> sometimes you think, you know, you wish that was th- no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sure, Jess. Sometimes it's like fucking. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. So what do we? We're Ross. Uh, as soon as Ross is done, we'll open up another beer. Oh, go ahead. What do you want? We got pure you tropics. Want, let's do the pure tropics because I'm curious. You were talking it up. So let's. Uh, uh, it's a pretty good batch this time around. It's fairly new. Uh, July is when it was bottled. My trusty Bayou Tesh bottle opener. Man, I'm curious about what's floating around on that, though, bro. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh. I guess that's. That's got to be just yeast, I guess. But I mean, I don't know. Right? The hops are pellets, and you you sacked them and all that stuff. No, no. I just throw them on top of the water or on top of the liquid. Yeah. But yeah, they're all T ninety pellets. Uh, that that Lupo Max, it's it's T ninety pellets. It's just super concentrated. Yeah, apparently, it must be. Yeah. It's a good. It's fi- good fiber. It's good beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is the late. I didn't even realize Pure Tropics was back out. Kind of came back out really quietly, didn't it? Yeah, I didn't hear anything about um, it. As a matter of fact, the first batch I had um, when it, I guess it was probably two, three weeks ago, I found it at Walmart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it, that a fresh, the fresh one? Yeah. Wow, okay. That's odd, uh, but okay. We were at, um, so Walmart's better than the Rouse's in Gonzales exactly. now. <laughs> well, I was Rouse's also eyeballing that 99-pack of Pabst. Yeah, did you? <laughs> I was like, oh shit. There you go. That's what you got yesterday. Y'all gonna drink that? It's no one. I'll be, I, I'm the kind of guy that doesn't want to try to walk up to the cashier with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Well, you got to get a dolly first, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you need three of us to uh, bring it out of there. Yeah. That's kind of a cool showpiece, though. Like, not even open yeah. the case, just like throw it in a corner yeah. and like leave it alone. And, and some of them are apparently like variety packs somehow. It's like Paps Light and shit like that in there. I was like, I didn't know Paps had a I didn't even know Paps had a variety either. of beers. Yeah. yeah. That was just the that one. Go, kind <laughs> that of goes, goes the against their, uh, their whole philosophy of being like a biker beer. Like, yeah. 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 Paps Light. Yeah. What the fuck is that? What is this shit? We were talking about going to Michon's house because we go play music over there. Once in a while, and we, you know, he has that pool in his yard. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna fill the pool up with ice and dump the 99 beers in that. <laughs> Hell yeah, there you go. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Ooh, man, that is good. It's good, right? Yeah, when you told me actually that you had some pure tropics when you came back, I was like, what wow. well, was wow. not around anymore, like right now. Yeah, well, it was bottled in July. I was uh, like, like surprised. Candy pineapple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Parrish has been pushing that, that big bottle release they. It's either out now or it's coming up. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. What was that going to be again? Was it like a triple or some shit? It's a... Uh, Kirk Holder was talking about it. Yeah. I think it's some kind of Belgian style. They did... I don't know. They barrel aged something. I forgot what it was. Do you remember what that is, Bobby? The Parish that's coming out? Parish, it's, gonna, no. it's like 35 bucks a bottle. I know that much. Good grief. Yeah. So like a barrel aged quad or something is a Belgian. Like okay. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely something barrel aged and they're gonna do the big bottles of it. So I mean, yeah, we're all like, whew, thirty five bucks. Yeah. You know, but you know what? It's gonna sell out. Oh, I oh, know it sure. will. Because I Par- know it will. Parish can Parish can put pure tropics out and put like a special sticker on it and charge thirty <laughs> color thirty five yeah, bucks yeah. a four pack. The black cap. The black cap. The black cap edition. People were going ape shit for that. Like, oh, they just ran out of red caps and they had black caps, so right. they put the black caps on. You idiots. 
People <laughs> rock. I remember reading that all over the church board. Right. Bro, the black cap ghost is so much better. <laughs> no, it's the same fucking beer. Same, same shit. But however, if if Paris was smart, they would they run would with that. that and oh like, yeah, they should have marketed like, it that yeah. way and then raise the price. The new of that black caps around. Yeah, they're probably like, yeah, we and, totally. And all that. Yeah, they, they just like keep it quiet that it's not different. Just say the new black caps are out and like yeah. people go shit. Uh-huh. Just send a picture of a black cap over social media. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Have a black cap with the ghost logo like on yeah. the black cap. Yeah. Just fucking everybody. When you guys were talking about this, however long ago it was, about the black cap situation, we were talking about it on this show, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Because I remember Greg was here, and I was like, I don't have a fucking black parish cap. I was thinking, like, <laughs> they made, like, a parish cap that's black, because everyone else seems red. But y'all were talking about just generic. It, it was just a plain black cap. They ran cap. out of caps. Yeah. That's all it was. <laughs> oh. Because I, I, I talked to a friend of mine that works there, and she was like, no, we ran out of caps. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, so people are just going ape shit for no apparent reason. Right, then. Yeah. They just somebody saw that. Probably somebody saw it who was just into craft beers and tried it and was like, "This is amazing, man!" This is a, like they show the bottle and see somebody saw a black cap on it right. and just went, mm-hmm. "Whoa, that must be a different batch." Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like what they're saying now about this batch of Ghost. But it, yeah, I, I was going to say that, and I remember when they started Canon in Florida. Yeah, they had that that that. I remember the fucking date. It was five twenty four. Of 2019, and that batch was fucking good, by the way. I did do a side-by-side batch of Envy brewed there and Envy brewed here, and yeah. Envy brewed there okay. was better. better. Hmm. I was like, whoa, this is fucking really good. Yeah. It was juicy. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Nice. Hmm. So I don't know if they screwed up something with the rest, but it was only like a couple of batches out of there, and then now they both taste the same. So I don't, I don't know what happened. I know there were issues when they first started brewing. They were screwing up a lot of shit. Right. Andrew had to go over there for like a while, and like, yeah, the first the first shit that was coming out of there, I didn't really care for. Well, isn't that what's going on with uh, Urban South and Houston? Aren't they kind of screwing things up? Same, or man. Look like they are. I had four of their spills beers, like right, like maybe the second or third batch of them I got, and each one of them was like they're fermenting in the can. Like you know, yeah. Literally open it up and it was oh, just okay. you pour it and it was just fucking foam and foam and like beer. Operation and then it was full of shit in the can. And right? then it would get thick. Yeah, I got one can left that I refused to open. I'm like, I'm just gonna throw it away. Or just Good. open it on video, put it in the church. No, I don't. I don't want to do it on that because I've already. You're I've, not supposed to poo poo on people there, huh? Right. Yeah, and I'm trying <laughs> not to. I got I got accused of that when I did the thing with uh with juicy. Just mm. asking, hey, does this look oxidized to you guys? Yeah. Everybody thought I was giving them shit. I'm like, no, I'm just asking. asking it was a question. question. <laughs> asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just texted Rob and showed him a picture. I'm like, bro, something's up with That whole beer. fucking first batch of Juicy was fucked. Oh, the yeah. whole, we we oh, can say it here. Yeah. <laughs> Rob will tell you. Fucking Rob was here. Rob will tell you. What's the other one that they put the, they put the wrong beer in the cans? Uh, oh, uh, that that happened like last well just last week or really? Oh, really? Shit! What was the um? Yeah, oh, God, what they was can it? the wrong they, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, it was it was <laughs> like a New England style IPA, and they poured it. It was like brown, and it would turn out to be they were they can't they put their Oktoberfest in it. Oh yeah, oh. they just somebody yeah. just put the wrong like hooked up the wrong beers up to the machine and. <laughs> They loaded. They put the cans up and they started filling up. And nobody, I guess, no. Like if you're running that can, which is weird because you see it. Yeah, you see the beer filling up the cans. You should be like, wait a minute, this is wrong. Like as soon as the first cans come there, so somebody wasn't paying attention over there. Obviously, their quality (laughs) control was not very good that day. Tell you what, though, that their double dry hop final resting place is fucking delicious. 
We had we had it. It was good. Had, on the last show, it was really that, really good. That sucks because that's totally one of my favorite beers, like of all time. Like I love that. Yeah, beer. when they they Double did dry the show here, Rob awesome. came on to okay. Jay's show and brought us each a four pack. Nice. And I was like, awesome. I think I got one left in the house. I think I may have drank them all. <laughs> you brought one here. A I brought one back. here. We I drank one as soon as I got home that night. I think Josie might have drank one. That motherfucker. Well, mm. you know, I think I told him he could. It's funny he'll he, like he'll go to get a beer out of the fridge. And like, if he didn't have any beer that he bought there, he's like, "Man, I guess I'll just drink some whiskey." I'm like, "Bro, if you want a beer, just grab a beer." Well, man, those are your beers. You could. I was like, <laughs> "I don't fucking care." How often am I drinking beers all the time? If if you don't drink them, they're going to sit there and they're going to go bad, and I'm going to yeah. have to toss them. Like, fucking drink, drink it. Just drink. That's what it's supposed to happen to it. Yeah, <laughs> you could always send them with him to work, and I'll drink them for you. This is also true. It wasn't like at the beginning of the pandemic where I drank literally <laughs> for the, the first month I drank every fucking day. Yeah, I was just yeah. like... Psh, psh, psh. I think everybody was doing that because we yeah. were doing the same thing. Oh, alcohol sales were like extremely high yeah. during that, that first month. I remember reading about that. It was yeah. Like, yeah. Right. And what you gonna do when you can't do nothing? <laughs> Sit at home and booze, bro. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all you do. Yeah. Shit. What else are you supposed to do? You're saying people's like recycled bins out on the street. Yeah, full just of wine bottles and shit. Yeah. Ah. Nice. God damn. I've been boozing it up. Well, I'm glad I didn't bring the Metallica whiskey like I almost did because you're too fucking hungover to enjoy it. I'll enjoy anything right now. I should have brought it. I was gonna bring it, and I was like, "Black end is the year." Like, nah, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just fucking bring the beers because that's just opening another can of worms of yeah, yeah, whiskey. Yeah, no doubt. Mister Holder would probably appreciate it. He might. It's a good I whiskey, man. It's 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 it. a lot. The guy that they hired to do that used to work for uh, Whiskey Pig. Okay. So it's just a blend. It's like a just. A blend of some other whiskeys that they they aged in these barrels, and each barrel that they did, they put speakers <laughs> on the barrels against the barrels, and let members of Metallica pick a playlist of their songs <laughs> to vibrate the wood. Wow. Okay. So they're like, if you if you go on to on the Spotify, you can look it up, like Black and Metallica playlist, right. and it's it's from eighty to a hundred and two. <laughs> so. I'm serious. That's the fucking what they did. We talked with the distiller called. It's like infused with God, the music. It, 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 I'm just saying, is there anything from like fucking, you know, the shitty albums and stuff? Like It's like, a mix of shit. It's, it's a shitty oh, band nowadays. It's, uh-huh. it's like six songs per playlist, and it's, it's like, like old and shit. new. It's like, you know, from it's the first album. To, did one barrel with nothing but St. Anger yeah. the whole time. Yeah, like, exactly. Had that like, stare like, sound just banging the wood. Like the, the sip I would get would be the fucking give me fuel, give me fire fucking sip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get you get no leaf clovers. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you pour it, it's like, come on. Yeah. I don't want to come on, James. <laughs> Yo. Wow. I wonder I wonder what made him think of that. I mean, like I said, it's an interesting gimmick to sell, but For sure. Maybe. Just like kiss with the blood in the fucking Yeah, comic. in the fucking comic yeah. book. Yeah, exactly. There blood's in it, man. We take the playlist through Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wieners. <laughs> Hate <laughs> it's like when you have a baby and you play music like on your belly. Yeah, you know? man. It's like, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna play it for the be- for the whatever yeah, it was. They feel the, vib- it was. They feel the vibrations. They feel the vibrations. Belly. It's gonna come out smarter. Well, it's like I think the whole thing was it was to to move the whiskey. Yeah, yeah man. The vibrate like 
so it, I don't know. It gets it seeps more into the wood as it's moving, to, so you get more of the whatever that right. barrel that yeah. it's aged in. Yeah. You get more of that flavor going into the. How whiskey. loud did it have to be? I'm just, I don't, I'm just curious. Like in that room, it's like good grief! Like stop playing the shit in here. Yeah. You know? God, yeah. Blend For real, like they're, 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 <laughs> they're celebrating, going fucking crazy. I'm like I heard this song. 30 times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of, a lot of the playlists like I'm fucking tired of it. the same songs. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's like like oh you're gonna god, hear that this fucking shit again. Yeah, that yeah. fucking that one song they did with Lou Reed over and over again. He's like, <laughs> this must be Kirk Hammett's playlist. <laughs> it's Kirk Hammett. It's gotta get Kirk, man. Oh, no. It's just nothing but wah pedal. <laughs> I ain't got nothing against uh, Metallica's awesome. There we go. <laughs> End rant. End rant of Metallica. You already said fuck those guys. So. I did say that. All right, what are we pouring next? You pick, Ross. Whatever. Oh, I got. I always got to pick shit, Bobby. You, I just picked the fucking pure. Chocolates. I got more shit too. I got double right, Bobby, drop promotion. Yeah, too, I got, but I mean, you some yeah man, grab some of that. That's a designated sipper from Rabbit Cup. Sure, that's solid, man. I mean, mm-hmm. their uh, hazy IPAs are good there. So. Have you had any more oxidation issues? Say it one more time. Any more oxidation issues? No, man. That that weird four pack was just that threw me for a loop there. Yeah, I told Jeremy over at Rally Cap about that. Sent him the pictures. Told him that you bought it from Harvest. It wasn't from them, right? Specifically, and uh, I think said they were going to check into it. You know what? I actually got it at Hocus Pocus. Oh, really? And they they don't have a stamp on their can, so I don't know how old it was. But the funny thing about it is, take a look at it. It looks like it's almost gray, grayish, brownish color. Uh-huh. But uh, it smelled. It smelled. smelled just like first pitch. Per- and you it, said it tasted, it tasted fine. Like, and it tasted uh, fine, too. And it smelled fine. A little bit more bitter than normal, I would say, but it was fine. I was, but what was so crazy was is that the last one you poured, it sat longer and it was not as was gray as yeah. the other one that he poured the like the day before or, or two days or whatever it was. Like it wasn't even as gray. It was very great. I was like, I thought for sure he's gonna pour it. It was gonna be like nasty. It's weird because like when the juicy was like that, the smell was off on it and the taste was mm-hmm. just kind of yeah, yeah. But like that's weird that it looked oxidized but still had the mm-hmm. it smelled fine and it tasted and it tasted fine. fine. What would cause mm. that, Bobby? Oxidation. I mean, I mean, like probably just, maybe just maybe just early stages of it because I would think the color goes wrong goes bad first, and then everything else. And because the hops like are so, ooh, good yeah. lord, yeah, that's oxidized <laughs> as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she smelled fine, tasted okay. fine. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah, because I would think the the oils would be a lot harder to break down before okay. the actual color and yeah, all that. So that's probably that's probably what it was. Just early stages of it. it but bonkers. good lord, yeah. Yeah, it was that crazy. Is, that's that's very off putting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he poured, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, which is crazy because that's a. I mean, that's a great beer. That's one of one of my favorites mm-hmm. there. But I'm glad that they they started canning their Kolsch because that that Kolsch is. I don't need really to get some of that. Would, and they're selling it for eleven dollars for the four pack right now at the brewery. And I really yeah. wanted to go by there yesterday. As we were going to Greg's. He kind of stays near that place. I think they're open tomorrow. Holy shit. Don't tell me stuff like that, Charles. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I really want to try that Kolsch. Let's go make a run up there. And, uh, I'll look and I'll, I'll check and see with Jeremy if they are open for sure. I know they're closed today. If they are open, we'll go run up there. Because uh, they if they open, they're going to open at noon. We go kind of early go grab a couple of four-packs. Okay. There you go. She's mad right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to like I don't, I've never I've never messed with Trident hops before so yeah I never even heard but, of uh, them before oh that's good yeah, it's yeah good. I, I'm liking that one 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not much familiar with Trident Hops either. Mm. I feel so bad for these guys, That's man, good. just because of how baseball-themed their place is, and it's just like they can't be open with baseball going mm-hmm. on right now. So. We were talking, and I got to give the props to Greg because I told him I would. Greg Allen, um, Batners. Anyway, what <laughs> Rally Cap should do, he was saying yesterday, they should have food, like ballpark food there. Why wouldn't they just put a pit up? Put some hot dogs together, put them in a bun, wrap them in a loom foil, and then now you got food, and now you can open your ass back up. All right, a goddamn hot you have, dog roller like they have at the stores? At the, the command the stores? Bec- because they couldn't, because you have to sell over 50%, 50% of your... That's true. Of 50% of your sales have to be food. Yeah. So it definitely... Who's not going to have some ballpark nachos while you're watching a baseball game? I get, and, I get that, and that'd be great, but I don't think it's going to end up being 50% of all their sales. Yeah. Right. You but know, still, so. even when they do open up, well, when they, they just do that anyway. When they do open up, they were having food trucks there and stuff like that. And we were going to, for opening day, we were going to have a big thing where we were going to grill hot dogs and have Cracker Jacks and all, like, just baseball food out there with Jay's show. We were going to do his radio show from there. We were going to do the ABV podcast from there. All these former LSU players who weren't playing right now, they were all going to come out and shit. It was going to be like a big deal. And then <laughs> they fucking stopped, they stopped the season from starting. Now it started, and you still can't do shit. But I think... Once we move into phase three, we're going to do something like that out there. Right? Yeah. Because phase three, I think, moves it up to 75% capacity. I think it is. Yeah. I know it is for restaurants. I don't know if that's correct for bars and breweries. That, yeah, I don't know. But I know for school buses, it's going to be like 75%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If that happens, like, I think everybody's going to have an event. So, like, it's going to be a nice eventful month or two. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, everybody's probably been, they're putting shit off, for, and, you know. And the problem is everybody's going to go out and do shit again and act like they did when we moved from phase one to phase two. Yeah. Like, right. everything's fine. And then the, the fucking numbers spike. are going to spike back up. Well, I mean, we're back in, in phase two. We're in the month where everybody was saying, like, when we were going to get a second spike, it was going to be in September. I mean, we're in September right now. Yeah, because of, because of Labor Day. And like that weekend, everybody's going yeah. out. That's everybody's why. Going out and do stuff. Well, I mean, flu season and shit coming around. Flu season's coming too, which isn't going to help. But yeah, the big spike that we had here in Louisiana, which kept us at phase two, was Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, when yeah. everybody went out and when did everybody shit. Everybody out all and did shit. shit after we said don't do that. And they fucking reiterated all that shit again last week. Like, mm-hmm. if you guys fucking you know. like don't have a party, yeah. don't fucking have eighty people at your house. <laughs> don't go do shit. Do what you're supposed to do. We can move into phase three, but yeah. there's too many motherfuckers who think the governor is doing this shit on purpose yes. yeah. right. to yeah. put money in his, his pocket, pocket because yeah. that's how they think all this shit works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're going to go out and fucking do what yeah. they want, and then the numbers are going to go up, and they're going to be like, that's bullshit. They're bad. The numbers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you fucking idiots. Yeah. You did this. Yeah, exactly. wearing a mask and spitting on people. Right. Yeah. And I see, like, yeah. we were in uh, Lowe's yesterday, and, like, you could see it, like, like behind the eyes of, like, the people who weren't wearing a mask, you could see, like... I was like, I bet that dude wants somebody to like yeah. say something. Tell him something. Yeah. It, I just got that. Every person I saw not wearing a vibe, uh, not wearing a mask, I got that vibe from. Yeah. Him. And yeah. like, and I hate wearing them damn masks too. But it's yeah. like, bro, if the store says put on a mask, put on a fucking mask. Like, I mean, everybody knows I'm, I'm anti-government and whatever they want to mm-hmm. say. But like, yeah. but if I go to a store and they have a sign on the door that says wear a mask. Hey, yeah, bro. yeah. It's, it's their business. Yeah, it's, it's their livelihood them, at stake. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's been places like I mean, what was that? They had a big mass shutdown of all kind of places because people weren't weren't making people wear masks. Well, it's like I'm not gonna well, hurt somebody's business. Business yeah. because you just because be, I'm gonna like, be, be inconvenienced for ten minutes yeah. while I go buy. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. yeah. Well, I think some people just want to be an asshole. Oh, right. for sure. Like they just want to, like you know. 
Well, Ascension Whatever. Parish, along with Livingston Parish, are the only two parishes that it's optional. You don't. Ha- it's not like it says you're supposed to wear a mask, but you don't have to. If the business doesn't want to enforce it, they don't have to enforce okay. it. Okay. So it's an optional that. thing. Yeah. Which doesn't help because that means all the motherfuckers that just don't believe this virus exists or yeah. like it's bullshit, they're not going to wear the mask. Yeah. So, like, I just went to the corner store to get this drink and that sandwich yes. I was eating. And there was like five or six people in there. And no I mask. was the only one in the store wearing a mask. Yeah, that, that and they place, were looking at me like I was crazy. Crazy, yeah. 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 Like that, place, that place specifically is yeah. notorious Ross with the bitches the, about it every time. He's yeah. like, they don't want the, 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 the uh, clerks don't wear them either. No, they, yeah. no, they like have, the, they have the, the, yeah, the glass. plexiglass up, but yeah, they weren't. They yeah, weren't at Roddy and Narcisse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I went to uh, D&J's down here last night and I forgot. I went road to Brad. Oh, shit, yeah. And I was like, oh, when I walked in, I was like, I'm sorry, but I don't have a mask on. I was like, cool. She's like, oh, I don't give a fuck about that stuff. She's like, they made me have this in case somebody comes in here bitching about it because they said they don't want to piss anybody off because apparently people are getting irate and screaming and hollering no and shit. So yeah. they, she's just wearing it around her neck. And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't, forgot to bring my mask yeah. on. I'm not going to go scream at somebody who's not <laughs> right, wearing a right, mask. Right. Yeah, and no. I don't expect that person who's not wearing a mask to come scream at me. Yeah. Right, right. It's like, look, dude, if that's the fucking chance you want to take. That's you. Just fucking stay with yeah. the hair. Yeah, because right. I don't want your shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't need I don't need your germs over near me. No, exactly. No. And there's the weekly COVID nineteen talk brought to you by ABV <laughs> Podcast. And I got, I got my herd immunity. Yeah. Yeah. I got my there you go, bro. You good? There you <laughs> go. You got the antibodies, bro. Yeah. Well, also one of the guys I work with, he had it. And he's like, I've had it. I've been through it. You know, he's like I don't want it again because it's not fun. Yeah, but it's like I've, I've I've been there, been there, done that. Ross, we're having a contest. Is that what we're doing? Is or is that about? for your podcast? With what are we talking giving away about? A shirt? Oh yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Like I was yeah. drunk when we talked about it the first time, and then when you were bringing it up to me the other day, I was drunk again, and I was like, I don't know what Ross is talking. Yeah. Joseph, I'm like, I don't know what Ross is talking about right now. It's like, I um, <laughs> I'm so just trying just... to get some followers, some listeners to my show. Yes, so I'm giving away a T-shirt. So if anybody wants a free ABV podcast t-shirt, go to at Upset and Disney on Instagram. Follow that post that says something about a giveaway on it. <laughs> like that post, follow the page, and uh, tag a buddy in the thing, and you'll be entered into winning a fucking free t-shirt. All right, I'm going to share that later. Please do. So Upset and Disney. Up until the 20th of this month. Up until yeah. the 20th. And okay. we're going to announce the winner at Epcot. Like some Come on. Hey, Disney World. Oh, yeah. All right. You gonna get uh, <laughs> like Prince, some, Princess Leia or somebody to read it off? That'd yeah, maybe that would be dope. That'd be cool if you get one of the yeah one oh, of the people to dope. do. It. Can't even get close to the damn um, cast members right now though. That's yeah, true. maybe yeah, it'd be cool if we can get a cast member to do I it. I might be able to get a get you pocket to do it. <laughs> Y'all got that? Yeah, got it. Cool. Send like, us your email. Like, <laughs> Charles Pierce. That way I don't have to ship it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want I want a shirt. <laughs> But Upset at Disney is Ross and Jess's podcast they do talking about Disney. If you are a Disney person, you go to Disney and they give you some insight on on, uh, their adventures in Disney World and just like uh, what to look forward to, what to avoid and stuff like that. So check it out. It's a cool podcast. You can find it wherever podcast or broadcast. Yeah, yeah, podcast, that, or broadcast. Broadcast, <laughs> podcast or broadcast. Podcast. Wherever you find the ABV podcast, you can find Upset yeah, Disney. Search, search Thank upset you there. Disney. Mm-hmm. They're kneeling down on the picture of their podcast. I don't know what that is. You're praying to the Disney gods. What is that? This, oh. That's yeah. Minor Threat. You ever heard of that band? Yeah, I know mm-hmm. Minor Threat. Is. That's what their record cover was like. And then um, Rancid paid homage to it on their record called Outcome the Wolves. 
Ah, so Ramsey. I paid homage to both of them on my podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm, not, I'm curious. I didn't know. Is it kid-friendly? No. Or somewhat? Okay. Right on. <laughs> it's just like this. But it's we're, right like on. This okay. Instead of beer, Disney. it's like Space Mountain. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my wife, she's always hitting me up for like new podcasts to listen to on the way to work. And she she, she now drives the kids out to school out and out toward Tiger Bend now. So mm. like she has them in the car all the time in uh, the morning. She's like, I need a podcast to listen to them. Like... <laughs> All the ones I listen to, you don't want to listen yeah. to or yeah. can't listen to. They're so not yeah, kid friendly. <laughs> Rogan <laughs> says a few too many four letter words. Right. So do I. So I don't think it's good. Yeah, most of mine are all, it's all comedians and, and mm-hmm. politics. Yeah. So it's, and beer things. Yeah. But, <laughs> but some of the beer ones are pretty friendly, but they don't want to hear that crap. Yeah. So, yeah. No, they're not interested yeah. in that. They're like, yeah. I don't want to hear this crap on the way to school. Mine's mostly True Crime Podcast and Kevin Smith. Yeah, she so. listens to a lot of that, the, the, that cat out of Livingston. Uh, oh, yeah. we had heard about that guy. Is. I've heard about him. Yeah, he's, he's kind of weird. He irks me a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he. But like, she listened to a lot of that crime stuff. That I listened yeah. to a couple of his, and I'm just like, I don't know about this dude. He's kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> Those, like, I, I think he might have killed someone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I haven't listened to it, but I've I've heard a lot about it. I know a lot of people that day. Well, he used to listen uh, to Sword and Scale, but it yeah. started putting me in a weird mood. Sword and Scale man got like super graphic about a lot yeah. of the cases they were getting into, and you just like. He covered the the shooter no. in Baton Rouge, like the Be Quick guy. He yeah. covered that situation. That was crazy. Yeah, hearing the 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 police like the calls and yeah. the call-ins and shit. Nine one one emergency dispatch, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it just puts me in a weird space. Yeah, I, can't do that anymore. I had to so, stop yeah. listening to it. I just listen to yeah. comedians. I just felt weird. I get I get in a weird space when I drive down the airline. I drive by that Be Quick because like if I catch the red light, I find myself just looking at. It. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I fucking alleyway where they fucking get that one dude got shot. And yeah, was like fuck. Man. That's where the shit went the down. Kitchen, the kitchen, um, the Celtic Society building was right there by that B Quick. I used to hang out there all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like in the back. So I, I've been to that B Quick. I mean, we knew the, the the clerk that's always in there. Like that was the. Uh, we used to walk to happened, it. And I don't think I've been there. Since. What <laughs> practice room was that? Who used to no. practice over there? Fuego. No Fuego. No Fuego. Okay. Used to I went over there. Oh, callback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went over there because that was the night fucking Jess got super pissed at your ass. She had to come pick you up. You were fucked up. And I was, Me? Yeah. Oh, look, me? me fucked up? Yeah. Like, that's never happened before. And I was there, and I was trying to offer you a ride home. You're like, nah, bro, I'm going to call Jess. She's going to go pick me up. I'm like, bro, I'm heading that way. I can bring you home. I remember that. He wasn't ready to leave is the problem. Yeah. I was like, fuck, some time going home. Uh-huh. I, I do remember that. So you, the next day, you like fucking fuck? just pissed off, bro. I was like, I told you I was trying to save you. So anyway, we got Galarraga here. Uh, <laughs> is that what we're drinking? Next? Yeah, pour it up. <laughs> open it up, bro. I'm just trying to get y'all to stop fucking talking about me. <laughs> you know what? Let's open up one of these new Gila beers. I'm curious about that. Right on. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. There's two of them. Uh, Pick one, Bobby. We'll, we'll do the holy, holy moly donut shot. All right. So it's I heard donut. That's perfect. It's lemon. Goes. It's lemon blueberry maple. Wow! Wow! Uh, anybody want to clean their cup up a yes, little bit? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think the story is Derek's grandmother used to make these uh, lemon blueberry um, <laughs> bunt cake or whatever kind of cake or whatever, and that's kind of the idea behind it. And yeah. always remember to clean out your glass, kids, when you're trying new beers. Yeah. Oh man. What's the time look like over there, over all Poo? Uh, I'd probably drink this, talk about it for a little bit, then we'll we'll stop. All right, cool. I think it's about at forty-five minutes or so. All right. Look at that! Look how pretty that Whoa. is. Pretty. Whoa. Oh wow! I like that color. 
like just as a color. Now, is this part of the Lush series? Or? Oh, yeah. Like, it's always the, uh, well, I don't know if, I don't really understand how, like, what can, constitutes the Lush series and what, but it's a, it's a fruited Berliner. So, I mean, if that's what is considered that, then yes. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, for the most part, that's what a lot of the Lushes are, right? Yeah, that's all. That's, yeah, that's cool. They got thick toward the bottom. Yeah. That's the best part. Um, yeah, toward the uh, toward the end of our run last the last shit three weeks maybe four weeks that's pretty much all we've been doing um, getting ready to get the new system installed so we were stockpiling loads of beer yeah. because we weren't going to be brewing for a good week and a half so we had to fill the cooler full of kegs to release two or three beers a week you know gotcha, and, um, yeah, for sure and these uh and these Berliners they're super easy to make we can go in there and knock it out in four hours five hours they ferment in six Ooh. seven days right so they're easy beers to turn over so we kind of stuck with that for those last few weeks just to just to stockpile yeah. here um going forward now we're getting back to regular brewing schedule the first I think the first one on deck is the Guild warfare and right um, that coffee stout is coming back um, nice. I've got I've got a list of like the first seven we're gonna do. Um, I'm trying to think what they all are, but yeah, I don't. I think the I know we're doing the the um, the candy shop, the strawberry one. Yeah, the starburst. We're in the process of peeling yeah. all the straw uh, the starburst right now. Yeah, I saw so. the picture that Derek posted. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> so much to unpeel. Like I feel bad for for uh, for Zach and his crew for having to do that Dude, so often yeah. because he told me what a pain it's in the ass. So much starburst to unpeel. It's ridiculous. <laughs> How is uh How's Derek doing? I know he he made a post in the church a while back. Derek had uh. A surgical procedure a while mm-hmm. back, but like he's he's doing good. Yeah, yeah, he's doing good. Yeah. Awesome. All right, good. He can't drink any beer or oh. eat anything really solid. I don't think, but mm. wow. so every time we're tasting beer, he'll drink it and he'll spit it out. Like, ah, that sucks. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, so so right now, you and Brad are basically the two guys back there. Brewing and Alex, Alex yeah. is back there yeah, too. Yeah, we yeah. go. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So Derek kind of handles front of the house. Um, which he can brew. I think that's just they split yeah. it up to where it's uh, so it's mostly Brad, myself, and and Alex doing nice. all that. Well, I know I one of the last times I was in Gill, Alex was working up front. And he was talking about wanting to get more involved in the brewing process and stuff with him. So that's good. That's good for him to have have him back there to help y'all. Yeah, we were trying to brew at least three times a week. So Brad would do one, Alex would do one, I would do one, or Brad would do two, and Alex would do one, and I'd spend my time kegging or. You know, taking care of because I mean those beers, so much damn fruit that goes into it, bro. Like, so the process of just fruiting a beer, I mean, it takes. Like, if I would go into fruit, if I had three beers to take care of, I'd be there for two hours just dealing with that. You yeah. know, like. Um, but going back to who was you saying that had, their beers were exploding? Was it the Urban South one? Yeah. Oh yeah. The, like yeah, so, they're they're doing that. So you have to treat these beers a certain way because you're putting so much sugar into it after fermentation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they were missing. A pretty vital step, I believe. Yeah, you've definitely. got a you've got a sorbate them. So there's this um, potassium sorbate. It's just another brewing kind of salt, but the potassium sorbate it keeps the yeast from doing their their multiplication. So like whenever they first, you know, when you first go into uh, to fermentation, their first job is just to multiply. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they don't start creating alcohol until they deplete all the oxygen and all that. So. Whenever you put introduce more sugar, the yeast want to start getting active yeah. again, and yeah. that's what that causes that. But you put the sorbate in there, that potassium sorbate, and that keeps that from happening. Sure. So oh, well, okay. apparently they missed the stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think it was only that. that didn't it was only that one batch, like because I saw a lot of people had issues, but like since it has been fine, and I've had other spills that have been have been fine. They haven't fermented like that in the can, 
but it, it just still made me weary of mm-hmm. like every time someone posts something like, hey, we're going to Houston to get beers from Urban South. Does anybody want anything? And I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just see what you get first. All right. All right. <laughs> Any extra, let me know. Maybe I'll buy a couple from you. They have a tap room and shit over there in Houston? And all that good yeah, stuff? it's basically just a, like, they don't do any distribution. It's just like a brewery tap room, kind of like Gila, where it's just like you go in there and drink. Okay. So they're, they're, it's super small, from what I understand. Eventually, I think they made it to where they can add more equipment. So if it get, gets to the point, if they want to distribute in the Houston area, they can. But it's not going to be like a wide yeah. area of distribution. It'll be super tight. You know where they're at in Houston? Like I don't. Where? I don't know. Eventually, I'd like to make a trip over there just because I heard the the tap room itself is like really nice. Sweet. So hmm. I'd love to make a weekend trip to Houston and go hit and a few spots. And Genius is out that direction as well, right? Genius is out there as well. Uh, there's a few spots. Wow. Sigma. Yeah. Um, Brash, one of my favorite brewers Brash, of all time. Man, yeah, Brash is out sure. there. Um, I forget. Um, there's just one place we went out to. It's on the uh, it's on the other end, closer to like where Pasadena and all that is. I forget the name of it though, but uh, it was it was okay. Um, they they got a bunch. Of, I mean, uh, what's what's out there? Um, freaking uh, what's God? What are they? The one that has the more cowbell IPA? Um, yeah, who is that? I forget Shit. what they're called. And there's, then the one that has uh, Lone Pints out there, and that's yeah, the one Lone that does. Pint. I was um, thinking of them. I, a, forget, I forget the one that does the more Calwell, but they're a solid brewery, too. They do good stuff. There's a decent one out there in Pearland, Texas, which is like a, a suburb right, right outside of Houston, that we went to when Jay and I and the whole crew were out there doing our Red Beans and Rice tour of Texas, and we, we cooked Red Beans there. And I can't think of the name of it to save my life, but they had some really good beers on tap. Super small. Uh, they didn't distribute in the area. It was just like you had to get the beers there. I've got a shirt for them, too. I just can't remember who it is. What is it called? Prairieland? Pearland, Texas. Pearland. P-A-R-L-A-N-D. It's like a suburb outside of Houston. This is what a jerk. Not you, Charles. I'm talking about the dog. <laughs> no, I was about to say he's going to go out there it's like, and oh eat my cap. cap. And, of course, Arlo jumps yeah, off like, the we, fucking cap. Can I eat this? Yeah, yeah can I eat this? Look, here he goes attacking Bobby. Get down, sausage. Arlo. Get down, sausage. Damn. Arlo. Damn. 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 No, no. Come on, Arlo. You was just sleeping. Go back sleeping. I dropped the cap. I started it. No. Come here, bud. Arlo. Maniac. He's a maniac. He's a total maniac. Was you want to get on the podcast? Uh, yeah. You want to be on the podcast? Correct. So, Bobby, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. If you don't want to answer it, it's fine. I completely understand. Right, here we go. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> this is what you tune in for, folks. <laughs> what happened with Southern Craft? Oh, shit. I don't really know. Um, I know... I mean, it, was, it, was, it had to be just a cash flow thing, I would think. I mean, yeah. just because, I mean, just just sales. I don't, I don't know anything about the sales and all that, but, yeah. like, I mean, just judging by how many people were in the tap room at any given time, that was already pretty low. And just knowing the business on how how shitty of a margin it is on distribution – that you really do rely on taproom sales unless you're killing it in distro. Yeah. Like, unless you're widespread, unless you're huge, you rely on taproom sales to keep you afloat, you know? And, uh, 
And those guys, they, I mean, they had an investor group. So it wasn't just Wes and Joe, you know, as far as the money and all that. Yeah. So, so who knows? I mean, if the investors want to see a certain amount of profit coming out of it and weren't seeing that, maybe they were like, Hey, we're, we're backing out yeah, or it's time to unload it or, I'm not 100% sure I, I wasn't involved in, in all that. I was just a, um, a brewer. and But uh, <laughs> but that, that would be my guess, um, just not selling enough to, 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 to show a, a big enough profit that showed that it was something that was going to really grow in the future. And, yeah. And, you know, when you're talking about investors who are not – who are not <laughs> – when you're talking about investors who are not, who are not beer people, right – yeah. They're not the owners they, of the yeah. brewery in and of itself as far as getting their hands dirty with the beer and all that other stuff. They they didn't have the passion for the beer itself. So they're they're more interested in the in the in the bottom line, you know, and if and like I said, I don't I don't know the financials, but just judging by the tap room, you know, sales and all that, I mean they just they, they couldn't have been that 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 was probably the problem. So I don't know. Yeah, and I'm sure it didn't help for a while you guys went Mockler and that um, we got a sour name uh, amongst amongst some people out in the world. I don't yeah. I don't really know why. I didn't. I never felt that we made bad beer. I mean, maybe it was just not keeping up with the trends and doing all the super sexy yeah. shit. That know? would be my one complaint. But uh, but was. I mean, because you because you, you have to do that. Yeah, you yeah. really I mean, you really gotta, do have to. You got to give that. people what they want. If this is the style they want to have. You got to brew that style. Right. And you've them. you've got some out there that. They're not doing that, and they're surviving, but they're on such a big scale. And uh, Abita's the one I use as an example. Yeah, yeah. They're they're so huge, and they they distro so far out that they don't have to necessarily have to have the best name amongst the beer nerds, right? No, to 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 kill it, right? So they're catering they to your average Joe, right? And it's the Abita is the Louisiana brand. So if you're yeah. in New York and it's like, ooh, a Louisiana, Louisiana beer, beer. Right, right, right. Purple Haze. Yeah. Abita, Purple you know, Haze on the top Amber throughout the goddamn like country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy Gator and shit like that. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but when you're a small local brewery, you, that, all you have is word of mouth. Like exactly. you said, you got to have people come to the, get a fresh pour from your tap. Right, though. right. Yeah. And if you don't have, if you don't have the, the beer community behind you, I mean, the cats in the church and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, it's weird to see that they have that kind of influence, but they actually kind of do, you yeah. know. Like it's not like the church, the institution itself yeah. has the influence, <laughs> yeah. but just the the people in there. Beer I mean, they, yeah. I mean, you look at cats like Cliff. That dude spends so much money on beer, like, yeah. and dude, and then since I've been at Gillo, like watching the Saturday pickups on people coming in, that chick Callie comes in. Yeah, it's like. Homegirl just spent four hundred dollars on beer. Now she's mewing, of course, but like, yeah, just but like, bro, they just dropped four hundred dollars in beer. Like, like, and it, yeah, like she's in and out in ten minutes and four hundred dollars lighter. Like, I don't even, I don't even just think things Kelly like that. IPAs either. Well, I mean, she comes to Gillette, yeah, and she, that's her thing is all these, uh, yeah, all these all the and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, but yeah. uh, but like every time she she's in, they spend a lot of money. They got and same thing with uh, and she's not the only one. Like people coming in, they dropping all this money. So yeah. unless you have a reputation with those kind of people, right. and who's mm-hmm. Who's getting people to mule them their beer? Like you know, as as much as I thought we had some decent beer, like we didn't have people lining up out the door on a right. new beer release. We didn't have people sending people from from Homa to come pick up mm-hmm. cases of beer to bring back to them. So I mean, yeah. those kind of things, I'll, I'll just kind of add it up, you know. And yeah. the Mockler thing really didn't help because we after they Jacob really Charlie left, they, they really screwed a lot of things yeah. up for them um, in the early stages when I first worked there. They were really at a battle with them guys, you know, like just. It was dirty on their part, like like not just 
we don't we're lazy and don't feel like pushing your beer but like it felt like there was a uh, a deliberate effort to to keep that down but not to use that as an excuse because like i said it was a lot of small things that compounded and just yeah. become yeah. become the death nail and yeah well i mean look at look at tin roof so what year did tin roof win the the gold medal oh. for voodoo it was 18 right 18. 18 so it took them eight years to have a beer to where they could capitalize off of to have lines of people show up for and releases for a while well, they did for a while, for like a month or two. They took advantage of that and started releasing some things where at 1030 in the morning on a Saturday, you had lines of people out in the parking lot drinking beer waiting for Tin Roof to open. Right. But then they haven't really done anything. Why like, wouldn't they take that and do like mango voodoo or pineapple? Or, you know, like well, they did go double dry hop. They did a blood orange voodoo hop. for a while. And then I don't know. They just didn't. They're doing some stuff now. Apparently their their new uh what it's one of the beers they've released before and they just dropped it again this weekend. God, I can't think of the name of it. The, the Dippo thing, the one with the it's, they've been advertising. It's got yeah. the freaking bird. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Double IPA. I, I yeah, Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Oh, yeah. Apparently they fucking changed the recipe on that and it's supposed to be really good. But like, I never understood why they just didn't like. If you're winning, if you're the first craft brewery in Louisiana to win a gold medal at, at American Beer Fest, after that, the sky's the limit. You should have just fucking started releasing all Everything. kind of variations of yeah. that mm-hmm. or take that base and do different styles yeah. with it as well. And they just yep. make a double idea. It just never did for some odd reason. I don't understand that. It drives <laughs> me. It, it still feels like as much as I want to I love Tin Roof. I throw my support behind them because they're they're right here in town. But now you've got Rally Cap. Now you've got Cypress Coast opening up. Le Shin's going to be opening in a while over in Denham. Gilla, Gilla here. Like, yeah. they're still playing catch-up. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense to me because you got breweries that haven't been open that long, like Urban South and Miel and uh, All Relations that were, mm-hmm. like, killing it out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like. I always felt like Tin Roof should have been ahead of the curve of everyone. Par- I mean, Parrish opened up real close to when Tin Roof opened up. And look what Parrish has done right. in the years yeah. that they've been open. I think, going back to what I was saying about having a, a a large portion of the control being outside of the hands of beer people. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's the case at Tin Roof, but that would be my guess. They got some controlling hands that are not necessarily... You know, in tune to the to, to the beer world, and right. they're like they're, they may be just numbers people, right? They're just looking at well, we can make this that beer, we can make we can make this batch for let's let's call it five grand, or we can do five pounds per barrel hops, or like throw all this fruit into their because Uber fruit's a, a decent base beer. Yeah, yeah they can work with stuff that. with that for sure. But but maybe in the long run, like maybe there's somebody at the top just like don't want to spend the cash or don't want to and don't want to extend themselves and take the effort or the take the thing, risk and all that. And the cash thing I think is what it comes down to, which is why they're doing so many different variations from the blonde ale, because to make a blonde ale isn't that expensive. Right, it's cheap as hell. And then if they're just doing nothing but like doping the keg with fruit instead of actually doing stuff in the fermenters and yeah. like you're you're kind of limited on that, like. And it's cool to be able to like play with those things like in the tap room. Like mm. let's say yeah. you've got ten taps and you've only got eight eight 
you know, beers. Then you could take a take your Kolsch or take your blonde out of there and throw some jalapenos in it, throw a little bit of fruit in there or whatever, and just make it a little bit different for the people who are stuck on that beer to have a little bit different. Right. But as far as to like be hanging your hat on like, yeah, yeah let's just take our our, our yeah. blonde and and make it a, a, a grapefruit version or whatever and like saying that's gonna be your big release, like yeah. like Dude, that's I, tough. That's when tough. I was there I tried like when Alex and uh Who's the old guy? His dad. I don't know. I can't think of the of the original uh, the, the old the old brewers at Tin Roof. Uh, that guy. Uh, his name was Mike. It's not Mike. His name was Alex. I'm drawing a blank. Alex was his son. His name was Chris. <laughs> Wasn't Chris. Sam. Sam. But they like we had ten taps in that tap room when we opened, and we had three or four empty taps. And I could not. We there was a small pilot system in the back they never used. Like. We need to have some different stuff right, on right, tap, right. and they were like, "No, people are going to come here to drink these beers. No, people can go anywhere else to drink these beers. Right. We got to have different beers to attract people into the tap room." Right. So eventually, I talked in seats. Yeah. Yep. Eventually, I talked one of the owners into getting a Randall. So like, I was doing shit with a Randall. I took up the tin roof amber and put some cinnamon toast crunch in it, nice. like a like a sugar cookie amber. And, right, and right. People were like, "This is awesome." Right. And we were doing all kind of shit like that. Now, granted, it was a pain in the ass to clean out Randall. Right. <laughs> but been it there. Was, We'd advertise what that beer was. Like I'd show the ingredients and like these are what this is what we're doing tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only gonna be tonight from from five to close, and it was bringing people in. But the fucking brewers hated it. Hmm. They were like, "No, we want to do a, a, a an English brown ale." Like, no, who's drinking a fucking English brown ale? Yeah, yeah. Like nobody's drinking that shit, dude. Like, be in touch with what's going on right now. Like yeah. nobody wants that shit. But you know. Yeah, it shit like that annoys me, man. Like, I don't understand. Like, and I, I get it. And those are fun beers to make as far as, I say fun. But, like, Tom, try, trying, trying to nail down a basic recipe, like making a, an Oktoberfest. And because there's nothing super sexy about those kind of beers. No. But they're amazing. Yeah. Especially if you do them the right way. Make a good and they're one. not always, it's like Kolsch, lagers, the, those things are like really temperamental so you have to nail it yeah. so th- that's why it's fun to make those beers because when you when it's successful you're like damn that was the shit yeah. however you're not going to be wrapping wrapping lines around your building when you're releasing your newest culture your right. your, yeah. your new blogger or whatever the deal is um you'll you'll do a lot of sales and distro yeah. like if you if you can get people to bite on that but so, so as far as on the brewing side, like why their brewers wouldn't want to do something fun versus making an English brown ale or yeah. a, an English style pale ale and things like that. It's like, why, why, why get excited about that? Like it's yeah. Yeah. like whenever you know, like, I mean, not that Tin Roof is bad, but they've got to know that they don't have the best of reputations. Like as far as, especially now that they're going to have some competition in their backyard. Yeah, yeah. dude. I mean, there's um, too much good beer being brewed right now around the area. Specifically in like East Batteries and Ascension Parish, we've got you guys and like I said, Rally Cap. And for the, I've only had one beer from Cypress Coast. It was really fucking good. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to trying everything else they have. But I, it's just you got to start stepping your game up, right? Like, and it's it's and on the money standpoint, they've got to be seeing that. Like, they've got to understand that. Like, whenever you start having competition in your backyard. You have to have something that separates you, you know, and it can't be. Well, we were here first. Yeah, yeah like that doesn't work. And, and they and they obviously have the talent. They we can they can beer. make beer. They can make beer that's not terrible. Like well, they, they don't can even ex- brew that anymore. They can execute. Yeah, they can execute 
beer. Yeah, like, they yeah. can make beer. The voodoo but, is solid, but they, they're yeah, yeah. The voodoo was very solid. Like I said, with Uberfruit, their base, their yeah. base is great on that. Yeah, they can run with shit like they, that. They've got some um, young kids in there brewing right now. Like let like give those guys the, like let them go off right. and like do some cool stuff. Yeah, like loosen that leash a little right. bit. Just so they've got the talent. Up. They just have to have. The sack to go and and, and yeah. do that, like right. just go ahead and like let's invest, like right. let's go ahead and just take a chance, like, even if it's taking a chance on two beers, right? Mm-hmm. Let's 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 go ahead and 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 take a chance on this, and then if it pops, it pops. I mean, winning that GABF medal is huge. It's yeah. huge, and they should have ran with. Fuck that. yeah, they should have. While ran it was hot, it. they should have ran with. Yeah, it. yeah. And I why think, are names out there? Yeah, they missed a big opportunity. Not like they're dead in the water or anything, no, obviously, no, no. but but, but they they had a golden opportunity. Literally, the only really thing I saw about that. that whole deal was a, they they printed out some shit for people to put on the shelf where they stock the beer at in the stores. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They didn't. They said winner of the yeah, grade. And, you it was know, just like a now. Yeah. Granted, voodoo sales went up, and it was a while where you couldn't find fucking voodoo on the shelves. For sure, right, right. Because sure. it was selling out like crazy, which is yeah. great. But I mean, you could either stay and make—I don't want to say mediocre base beer, but just stay with in your comfort zone and just be happy with that. If you're making profit and you're doing okay, and you're not looking to fucking blow people's minds, right? Or you can be the fucking brewery that's like. Baton Rouge is known for this brewery and this beer. Yeah, you know, so it's weird. Right, and now and they don't have yoga going on right now. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. don't have their food trucks and all oh, that. Yeah, so like yeah. that's got to be putting a pinch on oh, things. And so yeah. yeah, their little events and stuff they used to have all the time out there. Yep, food trucks sure. and the music and all that. Well, Bobby, thank you for being here, brother. I right appreciate on, man. it, man. Appreciate we're gonna keep it. drinking, but we're just gonna stop recording. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross and Jess, Ross, you're struggling over there, I'm you. fucking great now. <laughs> you good? There you go. All right. Second win, baby. Second Let's win. do this. We'll do another show. There you go. Um, yeah. Don't forget about the giveaway thing. Yes. Tell them again, Ross. Tell them what, what, what it is. Uh, uh, at Upset and Dizzy on Instagram, there's a post that says giveaway. Just read it. Just <laughs> And you'll figure out how to do it from there. Talk about what enticing people to fucking. We just had a whole discussion. Go on there and fucking read Taking it. advantage we of We talked shit. about it already. It explains everything on the picture. Go right, like right. the page or whatever. Like the post. Follow the page and comment with the friend. Tag a name. friend. Tag a friend. Tag right, a buddy. friend. Go check it out. And you can win a free ABV podcast here. Now, I got some new ones up there. Yeah, the new designs are good. We put the Pliny the Elder. um, That's a good one. I need to order that one for myself. I like that. And I did a tin roof one as well. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. Oh, I hadn't seen it. Did you put it on there? (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah. I'm about to go look at the link now. Sweet. (laughs) And for those who don't know, there's a lot of uh, tin roof graphic design stuff that's around the brewery and on certain (laughs) things that uh, Ross designed and never got compensated for. So. uh, I'm fine with that. There you go. I promised him free beer every time he came to the tap room, but he didn't come to the tap room. Take advantage of it. I'd have got you <laughs> fucked up. All right. All right. We're out for Ross and Jess. Bobby, thank you once again. It's Chuck P. the ABV oh. Podcast. Cheers, bitches. <laughs>